0: Hello and thank you for tuning in. This is Toastmaster Nadia coming to you with my leadership and speaking journey. I'm just going to do a follow up today on a panel discussion that I was honored to be a part of. It was my first time taking part in a panel and I was very fortunate to see a Facebook posting from Carol Ashton who was planning this as a part of her project in District 99, she's in Canada, and she was doing the moderate a panel project in Pathways. I was one of five panel attendees and included in that was a past international director, there were two public relations managers, including myself, and a couple other panel members that rounded out the five. This was a great event attended by people from across eight different districts, and it was really a pleasure to listen to the questions from the audience and really give feedback and advice on how we all can instill and maintain quality in our clubs. So our schedule was about an hour, and we had a keynote presenter in the beginning, so that left about 35, 40 minutes for the actual panel discussion. As a result, we did not have time to get to everyone's questions. So Carol was kind enough to send the remaining questions to us and asked us that if we could answer them in our leisure time. So we have actually 30 questions here and I printed it out and I'm not going to go through them all in this podcast, but I will answer what I feel are the top five, the ones that seem to have a recurring theme. And I'll answer those not only to help those who were actually in attendance, but hopefully some of you who are listening out there who may have had these same questions and didn't attend or didn't know about the panel discussion to get your questions answered in real time. The first question that I have is how long should online meetings be? And this is quite a new thing for a lot of us, right? Now with the pandemic, we're all pushed online. (laughs) So if you weren't meeting online before, you've kind of been thrown for a loop. And I feel... Well, every club has its own personality and its own theme and niche, and they do different things. We do have a structure, but clubs have different personalities and different breakdowns. But no matter what, whether we're in person or online, I always feel one hour is just too short. Especially if I had to fight traffic to get there. I always feel like those one hour meetings are just really rushed. You only have time for about two speakers. And I'm used to clubs that actually have round robin evaluations. And normally a one hour meeting just doesn't give you that. So I would say if it's online, about an hour and a half is my sweet spot. After that, I'm kind of tired of sitting. I'm starting to lose focus. And It just starts dragging on. I do have a couple of clubs that meet for two hours, but again, we're giving round-robin evaluations and that's where everyone has an opportunity to give feedback on the speaker. So for that reason, you're taking notes, you're paying a bit more attention because you're likely going to want to jump in and give feedback once the speaker is done. And that immediate feedback from so many different perspectives really helps the speaker to go out and make a better presentation and grow a lot faster because they've gotten so many different perspectives in one shot. So unless you're doing a round robin, which will take you about two hours for three or four speakers, then I would recommend keeping it to an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half max. My second question, how do we retain and engage members once they have joined our club? I think the best way to do that is to not think of them as members, but think of them as a new part of the family. The best way to engage them is to really take an interest in what they're trying to achieve. You need to talk to your members and find out why they walk through the door. Are they trying to get a promotion? Are they advancing in the military? Are they launching a new product or a new business and they need to go out into the marketplace and start to sell themselves? What brought them through your doors? What inspired them to join your club out of all of the ones in your district? and what do they expect from this Toastmasters experience, and then make sure that you as a club are delivering that. And you don't wanna just meet and greet them that first day, sign them up, and then throw them to the wolves. You want to keep checking in with them to make sure that they are getting what they need. Make sure they have a mentor guiding them through those first few months, those first few speeches, and making sure that they understand how the club works And what they can get out of Toastmasters moving forward. So I think talking to them, engaging with them, really showing an interest in who they are and what they want to achieve. And really working to make sure that they have the tools to achieve that. That is going to be what helps retain your members long term. Question number three. What is one piece of practical advice you would give for clubs trying to improve? Well... I know that we're moving into pathways in just a couple weeks, and I don't believe that moments of truth is necessarily required for that anymore, but I still believe in it, and I still feel like that needs to be a part of our system regularly, that moments of truth presentation is where the club actually evaluates itself and then comes up with line items that it wants to accomplish to make the club better. It has to have a lot of honesty and you have to be very open-minded to the criticism sometimes, but realizing that anything that's said, it's to make the club better because everybody's sitting in that room paying their dues for that membership. They want the club to be the best it could be. So if you're not great at meeting and greeting new guests that come through the door, Put in some action steps to start taking those actions and making sure that either there's a dedicated person, maybe the VPM, or make it everybody's responsibility. The first person that sees a guest greets the guest. Make sure they have a name tag. Make sure they sit next to someone seasoned. If you have problems with the agenda or you need to fine-tune the agenda, Find out what the members want, how they want the layout to be, and maybe make some tweaks that works better for everyone so that the meeting has a good flow. Go through that moments of truth and see where your weaknesses are and have the members put in on how you are going to strengthen your club as a unit and have everyone buy into it because it was their idea that they put out in the first place. So I think that moments of truth, even though going forward, not required in Pathways, you should still keep it handy because it's a great tool to use at least once a year or with each new administration. Number four, what is the biggest challenge to keep a focus on quality at the club level? Well, I don't know what the one biggest challenge is, and I think this would change from club to club. But I think one thing that we need to be conscious of is that every time a new board comes in, you need to be consistent with the things that the previous board put in place. So if the last secretary was putting out a monthly newsletter, don't just ditch it and have people wondering where the newsletter went. Make sure that that remains consistent with the next secretary. Or if they, the next secretary doesn't want to do it, put someone in place who's willing to keep that going. If you've started certain trends in your club, don't let those dwindle with the new administration because the club member doesn't really know what's going on from one administration to the other. They just know that I joined this club and we had this and now it's gone. So I think making sure that whatever you have in place remains in place even when your board changes, that's going to be very important. And another challenge that I th- think, or another way to overcome any challenges, is to make sure that each executive board is filling out that club success plan. And if you are a officer and you haven't heard of the club success plan, that could be part of the problem. <laughs> and the club success plan is a great tool that you can find on toastmasters.org and you will use that in your executive meetings usually the first month of your that you're in office and you sit down as a board and you hash out a success plan for the club now a lot of these things can get lost in the shuffle if you're changing boards every 6 months but you want to make sure that you make that document available to the next board so again they can keep going with what efforts you've already started and it really is a line by line item of what is what are our education goals what are we achieving on, for membership. How are we advertising our special events? What's our public relations plan? It goes through pretty much every officer role and it has them outline what their goal for their role is. And again, keeping consistency in the club, that document should be passed on from board to board. So the next board can do a new one but they need to also keep in mind what steps are already in place so that, from the member standpoint, you have a consistent product that you're offering to your members. And the last one I'm going to answer for this evening what is the best resource for members who want to learn more and get better? This one is a little bit vague. And I could take it a few different ways. A person could want to learn more about Toastmasters in and of itself. They could want to become a better speaker. They could want to learn more about leadership. So I'm not really sure which direction the writer was going in with this question. So I'll kind of give it a two-fold approach. I think the first step for all of our members should be the navigator. And the navigator is a document that's available Normally, it's emailed to you when you first sign up for Toastmasters, but it's also available to anyone as you enter Basecamp to access your path. You have a copy of the Navigator right there. The Navigator replaced the new member kit, so it's going to be a breakdown of what each officer role is, what the different parts of the meeting is, and it tells you a little bit about pathways to get you started on your educational journey. So that is a great resource and document for all the members who have never looked through the new member kit or the navigator itself. And once you've gotten your feet wet and you're involved in the meetings, if you want to learn more about Toastmasters, you can always go to our website. There are tons of great resources there. So just visiting toastmasters.org, going to that upper right hand corner and typing whatever you have a question about In that search bar, you will get numerous documents that will help you gain more members, hold open houses. It will tell you all the leadership positions in the district that are available to you. It goes on and on with things that you can achieve. There's also a lot of documents there regarding being a better communicator, a better speaker. We have video series as well as documents that you can download, and they are a great resource to help anyone and everyone become a better speaker, communicator, leader, and member. So I would say whatever your goals are, whatever resource you're looking for, you're probably going to find it on the Toastmasters website. So that should be your first start. Hopefully, this helped some of you that were at the panel discussion, helped to offer some more answers for you to those questions we didn't get to. And if you didn't have an opportunity to get to that panel discussion, it is in the process of being uploaded to YouTube. I can communicate that with you later when we have gotten that accomplished. It was a wonderful hour filled with a lot of inspiration and great advice on inspiring quality in our clubs. And I hope that you all get to it least view it if you didn't get to take part in it sometime in the near future. You can send any personal questions to me at ToastmasterNadia at gmail.com or leave me a voice message right in this podcast. It's been a pleasure being with you this morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever time it is in your part of the world. Please stop back again. Have a great day.